0: Listen to your heart. Your heart is never wrong. Always face the truth. Your heart won't lead you more. Welcome to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 hd 4 Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And my conversations have been incredibly inspiring, and insightful, informative. Each guest amazing in her or his own right. And my guest today is more of the same amazing insight. She was born and raised in Oakland, California, in a family of pastors and ministers of the gospel. She came to understand at an early age that serving in ministry was not just an option. It was her destiny as an ordained minister Noted Bible teacher and a keynote speaker for over 21 years, she has served pastors and churches across the nation, undergirded several local ministries, and mentored seasoned and aspiring leaders. Obedient to the apostolic teaching mandate on her life, her passion is to see believers mature and leaders advance in life ministry, and their God-given sphere of influence. She holds a bachelor's degree from my alma mater, y'all already know, Howard University, you know, H-U, that's right, a master's degree from Gallaudet University, and is a dually certified American Sign Language interpreter and transliterator. Her professional career reflects over 30 years of service. To the deaf and hard of hearing communities in interpreting and management capacities, and over 18 years of human resource management and consulting in government, corporate, nonprofit, and interpreting agencies. She is a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Soror, and the Registry of Interpreters of the Deaf. She's married to her best friend and partner in life, ministry, and business, Profit. Bella Vagos Scruggs after serving as a parachurch ministry for over 19 years. They recently launched a training and consulting firm, Until We All, LLC, to help ministry leaders and organizations multiply their output and amplify their effectiveness. They are also associate pastors of Kingdom Celebration Center in Gambros, Maryland, under the senior leadership of Apostle Antonio and Pastor Barbara Palmer, and she along with her husband share the blessing of five children and four grandchildren. Welcome, welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, my sister, my soror, my Howard Gospel Choir alumni, family member, Aretha Scruggs, how are you today?
1: I am fine, I am well, it's good to be here.
0: I'm so happy to have you here finally. I have to say, finally um, so excited to have this conversation with you. What was your experience listening to me read your bio back to you even though this is a small snapshot but it is still wonderful nonetheless.
1: <laughs> um my experience listening to it I said, "Okay. Wow. Okay, that sounds okay. That sounds that that sounds That's about right. That, that sums it up that, you know, here or there, I, I, I I honestly writing bios, writing my bios is the bane of my existence because it's like, how do you, how do you capture everything in, in such a way that it, it, it communicates who you are. Um, so I, but I think that one, I think that one did well. I do too. And it
0: is impressive. I think it is comprehensive and powerful. And I take the time to do that, Aretha, because you took the time to become this person professionally and personally, and you invested time, energy, money, sacrifice, and so many other things to become your best So at the top of our conversation, I take the opportunity to read your bio in full so that those listening can hear who I am conversing with. And I like to call it an affirmation bath to Uh celebrate you, to Uh highlight you, (laughs) to just amplify your yes in the earth because you could have said no. Right. You could have taken yeah. all of your skills and your talents and your gifts and put them under a bushel
1: yes. and
0: allow your light not to shine. So thank you for being and thank you for your. Yes. If you take away your titles, your accomplishments, your education, etc., who are you at your core? What are your core
1: values? Wow. Well, first of all, thank you. Affirmation. Welcome. <laughs> That, that's one of my love languages, words of affirmation. So I oh, appreciate that, yes. <laughs> okay, who am I at my core? Take it all away, all of that, what I do, but who I am. I am, I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. I am a person who loves to meet people where they are and sit with them. I'm all about the person, the people. So I, I am definitely an empath. And um, I am a student. I'm a learner. Uh-huh. I'm a teacher. I am an advocate. I am definitely an interpreter more in more ways than just sign language. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, so I'm a I I guess, yeah, an empath and an advocate if I had to if I had to narrow it down.
0: An empath and an advocate. They go together. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I can appreciate that. Who inspires you? Where do
1: you glean your inspiration? Ah, where do I glean? Who inspires me? People inspire me. People Mm -hmm. inspire me. Uh-huh. Um, not just one person per se, but the type of person, I guess I can say that a, a type of person, people who persevere and endure, endures, perseveres, those who fall down and get back up again and keep, yeah. keep going. That's what, ins- that's who inspire me. And I am, um, just out of curiosity, you know, the student slash teacher part of me, I, I can find inspiration anywhere. I, I look, I, I go on rabbit trails, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, they said this on TV, or I see this book recommended on Amazon. And, you know, I, I am, and I find, I, am intentional about finding inspiration, whatever comes across me, because I feel, you know, that nothing happens by chance. So Uh if I come across something, you know, I, or, or meet someone, I'm, I have learned how to, how shall I say it? Instead of why am I here? It's more I try to live my life as why am I here? What am I supposed to learn? What am why did you put me here? What am I? What what do I need to do? So, um, what am I supposed to glean from this? So that's I can get inspired. I, I breathe in everything. So.
0: That makes sense to me. You know, I had another guest say that she sees God in everything, Mm -hmm. like she can look at anything Mm -hmm. and see God somewhere in it. It doesn't necessarily have to be a good thing, a bad thing. She just has trained herself to lean in, to listen, to learn, Mm -hmm. and to see God in everything. So I totally get that. That makes sense to me. Aretha, understanding that we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime. Yes. Share a lesson or two, probably two, that after you learned the lesson, it caused you to pivot. It can be from any time period in your life, any lesson, whether you deem it positive or negative, but just share a couple of life lessons that you've learned over the course of your life that have caused you to
1: pivot. Wow. Okay. Let's see. One major, actually they're kind of related. When I learned how to detach myself from people that were hurting me because, and, and, and it, it actually, it was a revival. Uh, I had a personal revival and a personal deliverance from being codependent, you know, being being, you know, if they do this, it makes me feel, or if you do this, then I have to do this. And being one day the light, the light came on and I learned I do not have to be moved by what anyone does. It's really not about what they do. It's about how I respond. So that was a pivoting point for me. That was, you know, and when I learned how to unattach myself and say, oh, okay, that's what you want to do. That is not gonna happen. That's not gonna affect me. I don't. I. I choose not to let that affect me. That was a. That was a major change. uh pivoting point for me. So, learning how that. That doesn't mean that we don't. You know that I don't cherish relationships, uh-huh. or you know, create bonds with people, and but. The lesson was, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to be affected by what people do. It's really your, it's how you respond. It's how you respond, my response ability. You have, I have an ability to respond and I choose to do it differently. That was freeing for me. So let me see. What else? Well, I guess tying to that and this is a recent lesson (laughs) on being becoming unattached to outcomes. Wow. Yeah. Talk about that. The, (laughs) well, I've had a couple of life, great life situations that have happened even, you know, even during pandemic, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, uh, we, me and my husband lost a great nephew, 22 years old, was gunned down. And um, then we got COVID and, you know, my, my kids got it. And wow. how was that, how was that going to turn out? And I was very, very, very sick and still dealing with long, the long haul piece. And, uh. you know, but, you know, thank God for a therapist and, me- and medication, <laughs> but And then I lost my oldest sister on January 19th. Wow. And just, you know, and I, you know, I could go on. I lost seven family members in New Orleans at the beginning of the pandemic. And just so many things had happened. And I was like, how are we going to do this? What's going to happen? How are we going to do this? And the Lord reminded me that he had said this to me I had to go back in my, in my journal in Evernote. (laughs) He said, you're too attached to outcomes. He said, you're, you're, you, you get too invested in what's going to happen and what can, what can or cannot happen. And he said, if you unattach yourself from the outcome and just trust me and look at me, Mm -hmm. then you'll be okay. And so that was a very, that was life altering for me again, because I just, you know, in my, in my tears and my frustration, it's like, how, how are we going to be able to live without my sister? How am I going to be able to do this? How is this going to turn out? How, what's going to, and he said, you are all you're you're tangled. You're you're attaching yourself. You're focusing too much on how things are going to turn out. I need you to focus on me and be here and now. And I'm going to walk you through this like I've walked you through with everything else.
0: I want to go a little deeper mm. in in this space with you. Mm-hmm. How did you practice the detachment, like? Share some things that you did, because there are those who are listening Mm -hmm. who are stuck in their grief, who are stuck in their lack of energy because they've experienced such a disruption and interruption and, in many cases, devastation. So share a little bit, Aretha, about how
1: you practice that. What does that detachment look like? well what it looks like for me because I am still yet in the midst of it uh-huh. is is focusing on the memories uh-huh. and the good and what the gratitude changing my focus on 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 God because he's he is the source he's everything to me and and one of the things that he is, taught me in this, he said, keep your eyes on my face. Remember who I am. He said, don't look at my hands, what I'm doing. Because if you look, if if you worry about what I'm doing and what I'm letting happen, what you you, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna allow your circumstances to to change your theology or what you think about me. And so one of the things is that I I think about his goodness and I and I'm free. I'm openly, you know, I I have a relationship with God where I I get angry and I let him I express it. I talk about it. I got myself. I'm a I'm a huge advocate of therapy and talking through what I feel and what I think and then remembering like, I have no control over the outcome Uh, of how things are going to turn out. I have no control over that, uh but I do have the ability to respond. And right now, depending on what day it is, I might respond with sadness Uh and that's okay. I might respond with tears and that's okay. Uh I might respond with just being quiet and that's okay. I might respond with anger. And that's OK, because I, I trust I trust him to, you know, it's if I can stay in the moment and and just allow myself to feel what I'm feeling.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then I, you know, it it it'll subside and then there may be another wave, but I know too much about holding things in that dang near made me lose my mind. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold on to things. I'm I've learned how to sit in pain. Wow. And sit in it. That's not an easy thing. Like Paul Paul says I have learned to be content in whatever state I find myself in. It is a learning. He said he learned to do it. And so I asked the father because I've been through a whole lot of things that has pained me. And I've learned how, not so much as, I don't know that I quite have learned how to be content, but I've learned how to sit. That's good. That's good. That is
0: really good. Share another moment, share another moment that you haven't shared already that changed you forever. Like after it happened, you knew your life would never be
1: the same. <laughs> well, when I got pregnant, out of wedlock. And I, that was an unexpected shift in my life. I was, I, I wanted to be married and had children had not been on my mind or thinking about that, but I found myself in a a relationship that I should not have been in with, and partaking in, and I got pregnant. And by the way, <laughs> for your listeners, I ended up marrying my is my husband. But the being pregnant changed that changed my life in a sense of it was no longer about me. It was, and and I had to summon up a summon up strength that I didn't know that I had to be able to walk through the, the crisis of that moment and to be able to get through to the other side and live to see another day. I had to, I had to, I every day, I had to pray to, to be able to breathe and live through it. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was a pivot point for me, but it, you know, And I learned how you know. In the in the midst of that, it wasn't a pretty picture, but I I learned so much about myself, and that's where I I I really learned about my weaknesses. You know, because trouble will teach you. (laughs) (laughs) If you let it, trouble will teach you. If you let it, trouble will teach Uh you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was still young in my early twenties. I mean, in my late twenties. And, um, I, I, again, I was like, how am I going to do this? This is not going to work. And almost had, had a nervous breakdown. I probably did. But you made it. You're still here. I made it. And I learned. That is the
0: testimony. That is the lesson. That is what is amazing. I want to move, um, Here, because time is really moving quickly. I tell you, we can get lost in these wealthy conversations. Right. And thank you so, so much for your transparency and your vulnerability. And I like to spread the table of that from a place of love because someone listening is where you were. And that is why I ask these questions and sometimes I pause and I want to go deeper because someone is listening who needs your story. To yeah. get through where they currently are, and to hear how you've overcome will give them strength to go on until they can do the same, and then pay it forward That's to right. be that for for someone else. What are you grateful for as we begin to
1: wrap up here? Uh, I, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for grace. I'm grateful for the ability to go through and get to the other side and turn back and strengthen others. I'm grateful for where I am in life right now. It's not a, you know, I I could complain, but I won't. So I'm grateful for the opportunities right now to be able to share my story and share Share you know if somebody can glean if somebody can learn that's where that's where I am. I'm grateful for my relationship with God, my relationship with my husband because we have gone through we have walked through God knows i can I, it it'll it'll come out in a book one day <laughs> I'm grateful to still be learning yeah, yeah, so I'm awesome learn yeah.
0: So awesome. A lot of gratitude. Thank you for who you are and what you do and, you know, being a a sign language interpreter. I mean, you've been doing that for years. And so I know that community is so grateful for your light and your love and what you do. And you've been doing that for such a long time. I love watching you sign and (laughs) um, interpret. It's a beautiful gift and talent and skill, let me say. (laughs) It is a skill in which you are proficient. You actually studied at Gallaudet University. And so how can our listeners connect with you online? Where can they find out more about you and what you do and who you are?
1: Ah, OK. Well, I am um, funny you should ask that because I am now pivoting, you know, from from I am still interpreting. But my husband and I re- recently um, launched our new business Until We All and um, we are online. Our, our website is untilweall.org where we work with leaders and um, in ministry and marketplace to help them to build their capacity to do what they do and to help them amplify their effectiveness and multiply their outcome in their sphere of influence. So we can be found, I can be found at, you can email me at pastoraretha at untilweall.org or you can just go to untilweall.org and reach us that way. And we are on social media as at untilweall. Love it. Yep.
0: Fantastic. Easy to find until we all thank you. Thank you so much for this wealthy conversation, Pastor Aretha Scruggs, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. I invite you all to visit my website, VickyJohnson.com. You can get my latest book there, Soul Wealth, Finding Vision, Compassion authenticity, abundance, and legacy in the midst of chaos. I'm on most social media platforms at All Things Vicky. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. And Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live on purpose. Live with intention, as Pastor Aretha Scruggs has so eloquently shared with us. Live unattached to the outcome and trust the wisdom found in every moment. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit vickijohnson.com or click on soul Wealth at dcradio.gov.